because there's something to be said about there's a different level of intimacy and connection and bonding that happens between a dom and their sub. Welcome to my orgasmic life podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Guy Morissette, your hostess and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert, and of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. Well, hello, I'm your hostess with the mostest guy, Morissette, your BDSM wellness specialist and expert for today. Okay, before we get into our topic, ready? It's a, it could be heavy, it could be, a, it could be a little bit of a challenge. So our topic today is kink, shame, and morality, hiring a pro-dominatrix. This is uh, something that I'm very excited to share and talk about. And I think it's important that we talk about it because it's something that uh, lots of people are struggling with on a regular basis. But before we get into that, I want to give a shout out to my amazing audience, my amazing listeners. And I want to give a shout out to my US listeners. Thanks, guys. You guys make up the bulk of my audience. I love you. And again, you can eat from your Canadian, you're from your Canadian late, your neighbor. <laughs> All right. And two more things before we get into our topic. One, um, we are now adding an extended version of each episode. If you're like, the end of an episode, you're like, what? I totally want more Gaia. What? She just barely covered that. <laughs> well, guess what? You can now have extended, you can now be a part of watching and observing and listening to the extended version. And that will be available for all of my Patreon people. Second, you're like, uh, we need your feedback because we're making a lot of changes to the show so that the show works better for you, the listeners. Okay, so I want your feedback. I need your feedback. Um, please, though, remember, if you are reaching out to me, you are reaching out to me in a professional capacity or giving me feedback specifically to the episode that you want to give me feedback. I am not available for sex, any naked pictures, <laughs> dating, getting married, or having anybody's babies. 
And yes, you ask, why do you, she, does she say that on each episode? Because that's what happens every week. <laughs> okay. Now, the way to give me feedback is two ways. You can join Instagram, My Orgasmic Life Podcast, and each episode is up there. So you can just make your comments in the show, in, in the, the comments, or you can direct message me, as well as you can join my new My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group, where you can also leave feedback. And if you want to leave private feedback, you can leave it for my sexy assistant, Layla, and you can leave a, a email at Layla, sorry, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. All right. So let's get into kink, shame, morality, and hiring a pro-dominatrix. Okay. Or pro-dom or femdom. <laughs> Or dom dom. <laughs> Basically, there's lots of terminologies for hiring a professional dominant, and um, why people hire professional dominance is for many, many, many reasons. Um, reason number one often is uh, because they want to explore this deep side of their sexuality that they are don't know how to share with their partner or partners. If anybody found out, they would disown them. So these are a lot of the fears. So there's a, a piece around, you know, getting a professional, exploring, creating, a, getting a, experiencing in a safe environment with somebody who knows because a lot of kinks and BDSM play and fetishes can be dangerous if not done properly. So, that's one of the reasons. The other reason is, uh, you know, shame and guilt and not wanting your partners to know because they won't love you or accept it. Or maybe your partner does know um, and is not interested, but you have an open relationship. So you may want to reach out and hire somebody professionally. Um, there's also hiring people professionally creates boundaries and limits, though there's only a certain amount of emotional bond or connection versus, um, you know, non-professional relationships. So those are some of the big reasons why people um, hire uh, a pro, basically. And I got, I get this question all the time. So don't I feel bad about, because then it's like this idea that, well, then that makes me kind of a sex worker. I don't see myself as a sex worker, as a pro, as a pro dominatrix. I'm there to support people's exploration, to do it in a safe environment, to come to a place of self-acceptance and self-love, um, a place of education and exploration. Um, and I don't actually have any, um, you know, any sex with my clients. Um, but other people may disagree with what, you know, the definition of sex is. So, you know, anytime there is sexual gratification, I mean, some people could deem that as sex. I don't personally, like I said, some people deem me as a sex worker for that part of the aspect of the jobs that I do. Again, I do many things in the world, pro-dominatrix, 
and being a pro dom is just one of the many, many things that I do in the world. For me, it's just an extension of uh, helping people learn and explore and embrace who they are in a safe environment. But I got a really sad, what made me decide to do this episode is that I had an old client reach out to me recently and he was struggling with the morality of coming to see me, even though being in my space was one of the most amazing, wonderful, self-accepting, self-loving experiences for him. He was really struggling with wanting the, the morality of it, feeling bad, feeling that there's something wrong with it. There's something wrong with him for, and why can't he, what's wrong with him that he needs that space. Um, he should be able to just have a normal sex life and, and, and he should be able to just get that, you know, his needs met that way. And, and so, and that, I mean, that's not the only email. I mean, I've had lots of conversations with lots of clients that are struggling with the same ideology that there's something wrong with them because they are kinky, that they have kinky desires. But here's the thing, we're all kinky. Truly, it's part of sexual evolution is kink. And what degree varies from person to person. But basically anything do one person's kinky is another person's normal and somebody's normal can be somebody else's kink. And so we have all of these judgments that come from society, religion, parents, friends, partners, and often our judgments about human sexuality come from our own fear of sexuality. There is no right way of having sex and being a sexual being and expressing who you are. There's zero right way of doing that. There's consensual, there's uh, healthy, there's safe, but as far as right goes, there is no right. There's no mor moral code. There's no, you're going to, and so I'm going to, I'm, mm, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> I've changed my mind because this is a safe, non-judgmental space, okay, for everybody in everybody's belief systems, all right? So I'm here to challenge some of your belief systems, but not challenge the system too much, okay? So really the question when it comes to sex and morality is, is it serving you and the people that you are involved with? That's really the question that needs to be asked. Not if I'm in defeat, am I a freak? Is something wrong with me? If I want to be spanked or if I want to be dominated or I want to dominate somebody else, is there something wrong with me? No, there's nothing wrong with you. Hold on, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> Whoa. That wasn't a very satisfying sneeze, so I might have another one. <laughs> I'm just like my orgasms. <laughs> I might have another one. So where was I? Oh, I got distracted by my sneezegasm. So it, there is nothing wrong with you. 
And there's nothing wrong with reaching out for support. And somebody who is professional, um, hopefully you've done your due diligence um, that they are skilled, they are trained, they know what they're doing, that they're doing it from a place of safety, that they're coming from a place of, of love and not from a place of, you know, dysfunction or woundedness or abusiveness. Okay. So that's really important, especially when we're in the world of BDSM, you know, you need to do your due diligence to make sure that the person who you are going to hire is a safe person to hire. Okay. So that's the first part, but the fact that you crave and desire to hire somebody doesn't make you bad, dirty, wrong, a pervert, a weirdo. It doesn't make you any of those things. It means that there's something going on internally that you want to be able to explore and to express and to embrace. Now, here's the question I get all the time. Is it wrong to be doing it behind your partner or your partner's backs? Again, it's not my space to call that is wrong or right. Often what I will say and work with clients about is that sometimes coming to see me or another pro um, Dom is so that you can figure out and come to this place of love and self-acceptance around your desires and your kinks. Um, it's really hard can be, it's the same thing as like looking at it from a therapeutic perspective. Sometimes we struggle internally with things before we tell our partners about them. It's good to reach out and get some professional support, going to a therapist or a psychologist or a counselor to help you sort out what it is, what you need, how you know to explain it, to communicate it, all those things. That's one way in which, um, in order, like for me, is one of the ways in which I support my clients is to basically help them figure out who they are and what they want in a safe environment. Once they can articulate that and figure that out, then I very much encourage them to reach out to either bring their partner to have a conversation because I do a lot of relationship coaching and other stuff around sexuality. So I'm qualified to do that work. Um, bring their partner, have a conversation, help, help with them partner, teach their partner what it is that they would you know, desire if they're open to that, um, how to have that conversation or go, how do I go and find it in their lives? their real relationships because there's something to be said about there's a different level of intimacy and connection and bonding that happens between a dom and their sub real relation i don't want to say real um uh, i don't know what the word i want to look for per personal relationship is a better way of putting it versus uh pro-dominatrix or pro-dom and their client, okay? There's a certain level of emotional um, intimacy and connection that is missing in that. And as much as I support getting your needs met in exploring and all these things, but it's there's something to be said about embracing who you are completely and fully within your intimate relationships with people. And it creates this deep, 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 deep emotional and intimate bond that can happen and that's beautiful from a place of love 
if you can, if it's a, it makes sense and it's going to work in your world, that's a beautiful place to be able to come to. It's like the complete full embracing of who you are. However, that's not always possible for many, many, many reasons. Okay. But ultimately that makes life a little bit easier of complete embracing that. And one of the ways in which I work is that I can help support that transition. If that transition is a viable possibility, as well as I tend to help my clients who are single to then once they come and see and explore and know who they are and know what their kinks are and what their fetishes are and what they desire and what they need and we really figure out who they are and they come to this real beautiful self-acceptance and releasing all the guilt and the shame and all these pieces then we can help them date it's beautiful they then they can date and find somebody to come into their lives that is totally excited about that it's a way in which they are going to bond and connect and build a life together or people to build people's lives together because it's not all monogamy. This could be many different variations of relationship dynamics. So it's really can be an incredibly beautiful gift. Now, I'm going to come back to the shame piece. Self-acceptance and self-love is a very hard thing to do because we're not really taught to do it. Stuff around sex is even harder. And stuff around kinky sex, there's a lot of predetermined or preconceived ideas of what kinky sex, what BDSM, what that means something wrong, shame, freak, guilt. You may have had a conversation, you may risk when you were young and told somebody that you liked something and that person didn't understand and didn't handle it well and freaked out and created a you know judgment and created some shame or you overheard somebody talking about something and it was the same thing that turned you on and there was a lot of judgment and you learned really young that like that's not okay as far as what other people think so you have to hate that part of yourself and hide that part of yourself and feel shame about that part of yourself and, you know, go put yourself into situations that may not be the best for you or healthiest for you and then hate yourself for it all because of somebody else's stuff, not because of your stuff, but because of somebody else's stuff. So... There's a couple of episodes that I think will be really past episodes that I've done around shame and ethics, morality and sexuality. And I've dived deeper into those, those aspects that you might really enjoy. So the first one is sex, ethics, and morality, the right or wrong of sex. That's episode 86. And then I did an amazing episode on shame, letting go of shame, releasing shame, what is shame, why we carry it, how it's created, um, how we can start moving over through it. Part one is up on episode number, it's called shame, episode 124, part one of it. Part two of it is available, like diving deeper into using, utilizing tools, because shame is a big one and releasing it and accepting it and letting go of it. And like, it's, it's a huge, huge topic. Okay. 
So part two is available um, uh, for my Patreon people. It's a more concrete how to. And if you're like, you still think that there's some maybe something wrong with you or you're trying to understand BDSM or you're trying to figure out what are your desires and kinks and how do you learn about them and how do you explore them? You know, there's a couple different options I have around that for you. Um, I have a beautiful course, online course, where you can find at empressgaia.com or at gaiamorissette.com on online courses called BDSM 101. It dives into all the things about BDSM that you might need to explore. So that's a good start. And then you can always hire me um, or hire another pro, but make sure you do your due diligence to make sure that they are qualified and safe. That's really important. And really, it's okay to go get the support you need and to go explore those aspects of yourself and how those aspects are who you are and a part of who you are and how those aspects may move into your current relationships or not current relationships. The important part is that it's okay for you because you need to do that for you. And everybody has a different reason and a different why and a different how. And again, it's not about whether it's right or wrong. It's about what it is you need and how is it serving you? And can the people in your life, being the people that you hire, can they help you navigate that so that you can come to this place of feeling good about the experience? I do not support feeling shame. That does not help you be the best version of yourself. And when we carry shame, it shows up in our body, in our minds, in our interactions, in our choices, in our health, it shows up everywhere. So here's my, this is my opinion and my opinion only. Okay. So if there's something that's happening in your life that you're feeling bad about and you have shame about, can you release the guilt and the shame? And is it yours or is it because society says that that's not okay? Is that an external piece that's telling you there's a judgment externally or is it an internal judgment? And is that internal judgment a place of maybe I need to course correct in a doing it in, in whatever I'm doing in a different way that makes it feel better for me? Or is this just something I need to release and let go of that's not that that was imposed that I've internalized? So those are the big questions that you want to ask yourself when you are starting to and you're feeling bad about doing something. And again, there's no judgment. Do what you need to do and feel good about what it is you're doing. That's the big part. And especially when it comes to sexuality and sexual expression and education and learning, feel good about it. And if you can't feel good about it, get the support to help you navigate that so you can feel good about it. 
because shame doesn't serve us at all. Okay. So again, lovely reminder. Uh, please come join Instagram, My Orgasmic Life Podcast to follow all the juicy things that are going on, as well as to give feedback on this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I want to hear what your thoughts are. How can I make it better for you? Second, uh, you can join another way to give leave feedback is join my Facebook group, My Orgasmic Life Podcast on Facebook. And you can find all things Gaia at the hub, the way it entry point into finding the right world for you at GaiaMorissette.com. And for all your BDSM needs, please visit EmpressGaia.com for online pro programs, podcast, all things, all things, EmpressGaia.com. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to stop now, but I'm going to then continue on for the extended version <laughs> where I'm going to tell you a story of how I became a pro-dominatrix <laughs> and why I love doing it. Okay. Talk to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you, encouraged you, and of course, made you feel tingly inside. <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you how much I appreciate the time that you spend and how I really deeply appreciate you listening. I do it for you guys, the audience, and I love and adore you guys. So quick loving reminder, I am not available for naked pictures, getting married, having sex, or having anybody's babies. And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. Now, if you're like, oh, I really wonder what's in the extended version. <laughs> well, find out on Patreon. Come join my Patreon for not only the extended version of this episode, but also bonus content behind the scenes, all sorts of juicy, juicy stuff. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook, at My Orgasmic Life Podcast Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs> So please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, 
Until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.